You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 After Show. I'm not perfect, I'm no snitch, but I can tell you she's a Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another AfterBuzz After Show for Don't Trust the Beat in Apartment 23, Season 2, Episode 2, Love and Monsters. I'm your host, Tiana Hobson, and with me tonight, I have... Jason Eichler. Yes, and over here, our audio engineer, we've got... Oh hey, I'm Steve. (laughs) Oh hey, Steve. (laughs) So great you can be with us Back tonight. and better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so tonight's episode was yet another just awesome show, hilariously funny, Halloween-themed, which I like since Halloween's tomorrow. I know, and I think we knew it was going to be kind of crazy just because you put Chloe in any holiday, and it's going to be dramatic, <laughs> and starts right off strong with all of the one-liners, and she walks in and calls June a donkey, <laughs> and then Detective Ass Basket. And, like, just get right into it. (laughs) Yeah, we're just going to dive right into this episode because it was so funny. Um, So we start off with uh, Chloe and June in their apartment. June's kind of a little worried about Chloe because she's kind of off her game, meaning that she's actually been sleeping at home for the past few nights instead of in other people's beds like she usually does. And, you know, June's just so excited about Halloween and it being her favorite holiday and you see um, Chloe loves playing games or yeah. playing tricks because the first thing June does as she's like, oh, I love Halloween. She opens up the refrigerator and there's a head in there. And it says, if you keep buying Adamame chips, I'll kill myself. <laughs> and that was the promo image they've been using all week for the show. And it's just funny that right in the opening scene, you see that and Chloe and June are just kind of interacting and bickering back and forth. And that's when she calls her all the names as well. <laughs> yes. Um, and one of the other names she called her was because um, June's very excited about it being her first Halloween, not as a couple. Mm-hmm. She gets to be her own independent person. And Chloe calls her Sherlock Ho. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she's saying that this is her first Halloween without her fiance. So they've always gone dressed up as these couples, which I think as a single person at Halloween is disgusting. And nobody wants to see that. But anyways, <laughs> back on topic. Um, she's saying that like this year I get to be whatever I want to be because I don't have to go as a couple. Yes, which is exciting because, I mean, let's be honest. Independent June. Independent June is fun. Couple costumes are kind of sickening. Thank you. Especially being a single person. It's almost (laughs) like Valentine's Day for a single person seeing couple costumes. Yeah, well, she was saying that you never really think of Halloween as like a couple's holiday, but I guess it kind of is um, 
we had gone to a haunted hayride not as a couple and we're like we kind of wish we were a couple because it's so scary and halloween is turning into a couple's holiday it really is it's kind of sad it takes away a little bit of the fun wise words from june (laughs) yeah so we move moving on um Chloe kind of has her whole Halloween plan that she's doing. Um, June and Mark go to a movie and happen to see Chloe in the theater with a boy who is very hot, by the way. Um, Ben Benjamin, we find out it's his name. And they're kind of coupley um in the rows you know they're very very snuggled up on each other and and june's with mark talking and she's like oh my god is that chloe and then they see them and um (laughs) yeah (laughs) if you've ever spied on your friends in a movie it goes a lot like this (laughs) but (laughs) um ben's like holding popcorn and this is probably inappropriate to talk about but she sees chloe reaching over and (laughs) (laughs) ready (laughs) um and she's like i think she's gonna grab his peter (laughs) i said i said it appropriate okay say you can say it okay she said i think he's gonna grab his peter she's gonna grab his peter (laughs) he's gonna grab his peter she's gonna grab his peter oh no it was just popcorn (laughs) and it's such a it's such a june moment of being like the midwesterner Uh that she is like so sweet and innocent that she's not gonna actually say what Uh she's thinking she's gonna grab she's gonna name it a peter but also how she kind of views chloe in her own eyes like this crazy i mean she is crazy but like she'd do something like that in a theater this is getting a little awkward (laughs) (laughs) moving on anything Uh, you want to talk no that's that's all Oh, AMC theaters. So then, um, June... What about you? Do you have anything you want to tell us? Um, I have a story from a theater, but I, I'll tell you off camera. I can't do it here. It's 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 too good. We're keeping things PG. PG. Yeah. 13. Well, at least yeah, at least PG thirteen. NC seventeen is for like yeah. Maybe RuPaul's we'll Drag Race. <laughs> oh, awesome. awesome show. Which is another great show. It yeah, is it's it really hilarious. Is. It's a awesome show. If you guys haven't watched it, you should. Um. So then you see June in the bathroom at the theater, and she's hiding out, and it's like Chloe walks in, and she's kind of just like, oh, busted, I saw you, you're on a date, you look happy, like you're in love, who are you? (laughs) Basically, and Chloe's going along with it, too. She's like, oh my gosh, yeah, aren't we so cute together, and June wants to invite him over for dinner, and... Chloe's just kind of like, yeah, as long as you don't make that one meal that you make. Um, it was like fish a, wheels. <laughs> fish <laughs> wheels. It's like, fish aren't round. <laughs> <laughs> and she said something like, yeah, I am in love now. I've um, been doodling hearts instead of babies with big balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> <A> typical Chloe. <laughs> who, who draws babies with big balls? Who's thinking about a baby's balls? <laughs> I've said balls now way too many We've times. been talking about Peters and balls. <laughs> What a great episode. (laughs) (laughs) Back on topic. Back on topic. Um, So then they're at the apartment the next day or whenever, days later, and they're having the dinner with Benjamin. And Chloe and Benjamin are finishing each other's sentences and just so super cute. And you just see June's like, aww. June, I mean, she was. She was like, yes, like, you guys are so perfect for each other. You're compatible. You guys are finishing each other's sentences. He's awesome. And then his friend comes, zonk, at the knocking at the door, all disgusting. And like, hey, did someone order a stripper? And June, again, is like, um think you got the wrong place buddy like that is not us and then you know it's their friend and they leave and this is when it gets good because yeah. up to this point i wasn't quite sure if chloe was genuinely yeah like 
falling because well, it was him. so out of character for her to see her she's like in love and talking about it and like just like looking into his eyes the whole time they're talking and just like she's got butterflies or something yes. and you're kind of like new chapter i don't know what's yeah, going and on something that uh, we have talked about um i'm not sure if we talked about it on air last week but something we talked about was how we kind of wanted to see chloe in a relationship and what that would be like and see how she dealt with being in a relationship yeah. so part of me was like yes my dream's coming true she's getting it and then and then it's revealed i know <laughs> then we find out and it's actually revealed by eli and we hadn't seen him in the last episode so i was kind of wondering when his character was going to come in and he's the creepy neighbor in the window <laughs> it's all you know? part of the plan <laughs> <laughs> exactly and he says you two are absorbs she's going to destroy him <laughs> and then it's like okay ballsy chloe is back yeah this is when she confesses to June about what she's been doing over the past few years on Halloween at um, James's party, which we'll talk more about later on in this episode. Um, but she starts off three years before. Basically, she picks someone at the party who is annoying to her. She finds out what their deepest fear is. She spends the next year trying to basically make that come true <laughs> and then destroying them in the and process. it's like her Halloween trick and it's so funny because it goes through like this reel of like the different scenarios that she's tricked people and the last one you find out is actually Ben who she's tricking and her trick for him is she calls it the pump and dump <laughs> and what is the pump and dump? Please well, tell us. the pump and dump is this is going to be inappropriate again. <laughs> Go for it. Um, Do it. So she finds out his deepest fear is that his mom left him when he was a little kid. And um, something with the facts of life. While they were watching, watching the an episode of, of the, the facts, facts of, of life. life. So her plan is that she's going to have sex with him in his childhood bed with the facts of life theme song playing and then dump him. And that's how she's going to get revenge. <laughs> <laughs> for someone who's done absolutely nothing to her. And I think the greatest part about what her plans are for Halloween with this whole scenario is that Halloween, you're used to people playing tricks where like they jump out of a closet and scare you. No, she's going psychological warfare on you. <laughs> and, like, like, she's taking, messing you she's up for life. It's a year to plan all of these tricks. <laughs> like It's not just like the day of. Yeah. It's like, oh, I saw you last year. I'm going to remember just, this. Just a few of the people who she's screwed with in the past. Um, one of the people was um, going to be in a wedding. She's like, yes, I'll be in your wedding. And then Chloe disguises herself as a nutritionist. And the next year, the girl's like 50 pounds like heavier. She was blown up. <laughs> she was going to be in Chelsea Clinton's wedding. Yeah, Chelsea yep. Clinton's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's so I'm a nutritionist. <laughs> yeah. And then the first guy she got, um, he had a problem with well, oh, he wanted to stop smoking. Oh, yeah. And instead, she disguises herself as a hypnotist and makes him <laughs> touch himself inappropriately every time he hears his name. So anyone <laughs> sa- anytime someone says his name, like, hey, Jason, all of a sudden he's got the urge to go touch himself in his Netherlands I don't know why you had regions. to say my name there. <laughs> it, was, it was Victor. <laughs> yeah. Victor. Well, you know, Jason. No, nothing No, nope, nothing. I'm good. Oh, all right. I'm Dang. Clean. He's got to work on my hypnotizing. <laughs> Halloween's not till tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, so throughout the scheme, you kind of see um, Chloe in a different light where she's... You could tell, you know, she's maybe starting to develop feelings uh-huh. for this guy. Um, but it in- ends up with them at James's party. They leave early and they end up back at his childhood home in his bedroom. Where she does the pump and dump. <laughs> where she's already the two. Yes. 
she's so, like, yes, I'm going to get this pump and dump well, and it's started. Like, it's like a kid's bed, like a kid's bedroom. Like, it really Just was. so over the top. And she puts her iPod on <laughs> and shuffle and all mysteriously goes to the Facts of Life theme song. And he's like, how did you know this? And she's like, oh, it was just random. <laughs> Don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, my Pandora just randomly started with the Facts of Life theme song. It happens all the time, <laughs> right? on Rihanna and Facts of Life comes <laughs> yeah. up. It just happens. I know. Just, what? <laughs> what? Pandora, you're so weird. Um, so then right when she's about to go for it, she goes in for the kiss and then she's like, oh, I can't do this. Like, you're too nice of a guy. She c- reveals her whole plan to him of what she was planning to do. And then she's just like, I cannot do this. <laughs> I know. It's like, Chloe, what are you thinking? I know. Girl? And then for a second, you're like, who is this person? She's supposed to be this crazy bitch and she's like caught up in her own trick and she's like this is just really mean and then you find out that Ben's actually been tricking her the whole time and he's forced her to take part in a chick flick which is her biggest fear is um being in a chick flick and so now she's acting out a chick flick because it's like a two-way thing kind of like um how to lose a guy in 10 days or something like yeah, that where they're both trying to go trying at each to do other it at the same time what was that song they played it's from what movie? Oh, from Love Actually. Love Actually. Yes. <laughs> oh, you watch it, huh? No. No, but I'm going to totally find this song for oh, you. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank awesome. you. <laughs> so, um, being a lover of ro- romantic, uh, romantic comedies, comedies myself, <laughs> my biggest dream is for someone to have me act out a romantic <laughs> comedy in real life. Whereas Chloe is like <laughs> fearing it to death. But, you know, he reveals that, you know, when he was giving his most revealing things, they were doing like a carriage ride through Central Park. They were having a playful snowball fight. Who doesn't want these things? As and a I think girl? that's when you find out, like, oh, he's actually perfect for her. <laughs> like, he can screw with her just as much as she can screw with him, and it and it is beautiful, just like the song that's playing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go running through the airport right now to stop. Find love. Find love. Give me love. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what, after a lot of convincing, well, not really a lot of convincing, um, it takes a drunk, hungover bumblebee to convince Chloe (laughs) that she actually does need to go to the airport to stop him from going off to shoot his new movie in New Zealand. And she tells her the only way that you can get through a romantic comedy is to live it. And you have to live it out, and that's how it builds up, and there's a scene at the airport, and, well, first, before that... She's talking to June on the phone, <laughs> and June is, we'll get to that later, but June is telling her that, um, oh my god, I am the best friend, you're going to the airport, and then Chloe hangs up on her and texts her, she's like, <laughs> like, I hung up on I you. I hung up on you. <laughs> like, I don't really care. Um, yeah, so she, the Bumblebee scene was really funny, too, because it's like, who hasn't seen that girl after Halloween? It's the day after you make up running, stealing your costume. Having and it's always in a trashy diner where <laughs> they're just... Happened to the best of us. You're just stuffing <laughs> your face and so hungover, and you see Chloe, and she's so well put together, and mm-hmm. she spent the night at her own apartment again, <laughs> and just very out of character for her. And once again, like the music is playing, she's in a romantic comedy. Yeah. So then she makes her way to the airport, and as soon as she walks through the gate, she, there's a page over <laughs> the intercom saying, "Chloe, pick up a courtesy phone," and she picks it up, and it's Benjamin on the other line, just like, "I knew you were gonna come for me." <laughs> <laughs> it's just such that moment where she's like, I did come because I really like you. And it, it's like a romantic comedy and we're watching it. I'm like, I think I have goosebumps. This is really embarrassing. <laughs> but it's that moment. And then you find out, oh, he's still kind of trying to trick her. And he's like, well, I did put a switchblade in your purse. And she's like, 
there's not one in there. And he's like, I put it in there. <laughs> and she pulls out a switchblade. And security comes and drags her away. That was awesome. Because he was like, well, he was even kind of confused for a second of, is this serious now? Or are we still joking? I thought you were going to report me as being a terrorist. So I put a switchblade <laughs> in your purse and told security about it. And um, it was you know you see her actually confessing i've never seen anyone challenge me back before and you can tell she kind of likes the yeah. challenge of being challenged by someone it's finally someone on equal level that's what i was gonna say her. she finally found somebody that is the same amount of crazy yeah i don't think those are the relationships that like last like, <laughs> i know like like the- married 10 years later like oh how did you guys meet <laughs> oh well we kind of like uh set each other up at the airport <laughs> with a switchblade <laughs> i played a switchblade in her yeah. purse and it's a it was a great love. story to tell your kids one day yeah, maybe they'll have the fortune of setting someone up with a switchblade in the airport one day. <laughs> Kids, Dream big. Love right here. Sabotage everybody. Okay, and hands down, one of my favorite, favorite lines one of liner this of the episode. episode. As Chloe's being escorted out by security, there's a African-American lady escorting her out. And Chloe and Benjamin are saying, this isn't the end of our story. And she's like, the sequel's never as good as the original. That's what and security guard says. Yeah. And Chloe turns to her and says, mind your own weave wax, lady. (laughs) It was so funny. I don't know. I just felt like that line was so perfect. And Mm -hmm. I almost missed it because I thought she said beeswax. Yeah, I did too. If we hadn't had the subtitles on at the bottom, I think it would have gone over my head. But as soon as it clicked that like two seconds later, I was like, oh my gosh, that was genius to sort of I say in a semi-racist what, that's, way. <laughs> that's kind of what the show does. A, it's very racist and not politically correct at all. But there's so many one-liners that you almost have to watch it more than once to go... I rewatched last week's episode again and you go back and there's so many one-liners that you miss just seeing it once. And yes. so that's the great thing about the show is that you can watch it over and over. We have a little button that does this. Brown people news. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real <laughs> button? <laughs> Did we have one for white people news? Uh... Brown people edition. No. Brown people news, brown people edition. You know what? That's all right, because brown brings the crown. Whoa. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. (laughs) No idea what that means. I I thought it was good. Thank you. And... Speaking of brown, um, if you happen to be watching us... If you go into iTunes after saying, speaking yeah. of brown... <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't know how I'm going to pull it together, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> speaking of brown, if you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe. Also, um, iTunes, you can find us at um, search us for under AfterBuzz. You can find our podcast there, Apartment 23. Tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell everyone. Go on there, subscribe, like, comment, give us your feedback, let us know what you like, what you don't like, what we're doing good and what we're not doing so good, but just be nice in your comments and give us five stars all the time. We Being got- in the top ten's awesome. Yeah. Yes. We got to keep you guys there. Yes, we were in the top 10 for the whole week last week, so let's keep up the good work. <laughs> vote, vote, vote. <laughs> we got our first love comment, too, from, I told her we would shout her out, Kel, I don't know how to say your name, R-A-Q-U-I-N. I think that was Rackin? It was like Rackin. It was like Kel Rackin. Anyway, thanks yeah. for your kind words. Yeah, thank you Kel. for your kind words. We like them. We do read all the comments and... We do try to get back to as many people as well. So just keep that up, guys. We appreciate it. Um, Back into the episode. 
one of the major points of this too was this positivity party that James was um, having instead of a Halloween party because he has this deep-rooted fear of, of Halloween. Halloween because um, he hates to be scared because, oh, and this was a quote, I hate being scared. I hate it. It's worse than applause for other people. <laughs> and you just go back <laughs> into that that mode of James being this extravagant star who and kind it's of... all about James. It's all about James. And the invitation even for his party was this crazy, weird... Was it almost like a like, cat? I think it was a cat. I think it, was like, it reminded me of like a Japanese anime type yeah. of thing. Like in season one when he did the commercial for the... Oh, yeah. For that drink or whatever it was. And he's in the middle of it. He's like, what's going on? What's even happening? His invitation it, reminded yeah, and it's me like of this that. cat running through rainbows and then it ends up in like a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, who needs fear when we have love? <laughs> yeah. But it's always, you know, it's all happiness. And I get it. And you I know, everything <laughs> about the invitation exuded happy. And June's character is kind of like, what does this have to do with Halloween? <laughs> when she sees Absolutely, it? Absolutely nothing. nothing. He's just really scared of it. Yeah. His dad, as a child, made him watch Halloween on Christmas. So he kind of ruined two holidays with one I like that line too I was like wow dad really Halloween and Christmas all in one blow you ruined both holidays for poor James it scarred him for life scarred him for life and um, at James's party he's dressed up as a angel. angel and Luther is his cherub with his little harp and everything and they're so cute together and then Mark is dressed up as Satan <laughs> so you see Mark come in and it's kind of like this um, James versus Mark and there's been some tension in past episodes yes, where James is at the coffee shop and has been introduced to Mark and Mark's like we've met before <laughs> we've met before and James just never remembers and so now it's almost like this big confrontation where it's Satan versus the angel <laughs> yeah and neither one of them wants to back down um, James doesn't want to even let him in to the party uh, and, and Luther is standing. Yeah, Luther. Perfect sound effect because Luther's standing by. James doesn't want to let him in, and Luther has his taser. He's like, Just give me the word, and I'll tase him. And and another there's way so much vi- much violence in the show this season. Chloe shoots everybody last episode, and now James has a taser. <laughs> has a taser. He's ready to use at any moment. Um, but I think it's another example of how loyal Luther is to James. Uh-huh. Whether or not James is fully reciprocating yeah. of that, we're, it's still to be found out. He's but a great personal assistant. Yes, he takes personal assistanting. Yes, I just said assistanting. I got it. To a whole nother <laughs> level. Way, way to go, Luther. <laughs> way to go, Luther. Some of the other costumes that I wanted to point out in this part two is that june is dressed up as a lady hobbit yep and it's to symbolize the journey, the journey. of her journey of self-discovery and while she was thinking about it you know what does every girl want a ring and how fitting to be a lord of the rings character. and she comes in with like hair on her feet and chloe's like you have hair on your feet she's like it's part of my journey it's part of my journey <laughs> which is just great because it also screams a little bit desperate yeah. at the same time because you're trying to s- discover yourself but at the same time you're saying what does every girl want a well, ring and every Halloween there's always somebody that takes their costume just a little too far <laughs> <laughs> it's like you put way too much time in that and that's totally June in this case it is totally June and you know later on we come back and James and Mark are still sitting in the in the party in the living room Oh, I love this music. I know. It's getting it's so beautiful. It's Lord of the Rings. And James like, and Mark are sitting there. <laughs> they're sitting there like Frodo and Bill, <laughs> like Frodo and Sam having a stare off. <laughs> and they, neither one of them is taking off their costume. James wants 
Luke, James wants Mark to take his off. Uh-huh. Mark wants James to confess why he really hates Halloween and what this deep-rooted fear is. Like, what's the real reason? Meanwhile, there's a sexy yeah. bunny in the background who both guys have missed out on hooking up with because she's <laughs> she like, okay, I'm over leaves. it. Bye. She is the last girl standing. The last girl standing. You know what that means? She was the last one waiting for you to leave to have sex with me. <laughs> now she has to go home without having sex with me. And you ruined her life because she doesn't get to have sex with a star. <laughs> James is just so awesome with how, how, as a celebrity, he thinks the world revolves uh-huh. around him. Like, that girl was only here because she went yeah. to sleep with Dawson. Not because of Mark. <laughs> yeah, she went to sleep with Dawson from Dawson's Creek. Like, that's well, the only reason And she in the there. process of this kind of, like, stare-off showdown, we find out that Mark is actually miserable in his relationship <laughs> with Jennifer. And he says, I hate my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad. But, I, but I do think, I cannot recall during season one, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he ever used his girlfriend's name before. I was going to say that. I don't remember hearing that either. I've never heard the name because I've always had a sneaky um, suspicion that he was making up the fact that he had a girlfriend because he actually really wanted to seem cooler in front of June because he wants to bone her. That's part of my prediction. Yeah, that's part of my prediction (laughs) too. (laughs) But We'll get to that later. But But. I always thought he was making up his girlfriend. So to put a name to her kind of helped me believe that maybe Maybe she she is is a real real person, not a blow up doll or something like that. (laughs) Which has happened in this show before (laughs) too. Stranger (laughs) things have Have happened. happened. (laughs) So basically their whole thing ends with, Mark's big confession of I hate my girlfriend. Oh snap! Oh snap! <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe he has feelings for June and that's why. But um yeah, did you want to add anything else to that? Um I just think it's funny that Mark in the beginning of the episode it's kind of like June's punching bag. Mm-hmm. And you just always see June venting at Mark and then at the end it's like he can't take it anymore like he needs to let things out <laughs> and so he can only take so much and then he just kind of snaps and just goes off on this rant about how he's so unhappy with his life and yeah because there's even that scene with him in june when she's in the locker room kind of complaining and she's like yeah you know i just don't understand how chloe can be so happy with someone and so comfortable and blah 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 and meanwhile she's like undressing in front yeah. of him and he's just kind of like whoa what's happening and then it's kind of clicking whoa dude i'm totally in the uh, yeah. friend zone right now because she's half naked in front of me not <laughs> and caring you see his eyes just watching and holy coldness donut <laughs> yes oh that's funny <laughs> Wait, that last clip just put us over threw, the edge. threw me threw me off for a loop there yeah. so but i guess back to june is we see her character in the whole process of the episode as the supporting run, uh, supporting role in romantic comedies and she gets called out on that at the end but throughout the fact she's more interested in Chloe's love life than her own yeah and I think that's definitely the cliche of the best friend the quirky friend as they referred to her as in the romantic comedy because like I said I, I live, breathe, and die romantic comedies so <laughs> I try to f- figure a way to filter my life into every movie that's like that I know and they like Joan Cusack character or Lisa Kudrow like the same people that always play the best best friend friend. and Benjamin's friend Zonk is the guy that they end up with the Jonah Hills of Zach Galifianakis Galifianakis. which is funny because when he came in I'm like he looks just like Zach Galifianakis (laughs) and then they call him out on it (laughs) yeah he did kind of look like Zach in a a really good way (laughs) yeah not I mean Zach is a funny guy and you know you're into that (laughs) Yeah, if he, you're into that. He did get an amazing one-liner at the end, though. That's true. 
Which one? I when he's when in he the... flies down. The oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So Chloe, throughout this whole episode, has been ignoring every guy who's been hitting on her. She ignores Mark when she's undressing in front uh-huh. of him. She ignores at James's party. There's a hot fireman who, as she's walking in, it's like, "Yes, you're a hobbit," and she says, "Yeah, you know, it's my self-discovery." Drops the line about you know, every girl wants a ring, and he. If Her you, journey. Yeah, he's like he. If you you almost miss it, he says every guy wants that too, or something along the uh-huh. lines of that. But she's so focused on finding Chloe and stopping her that she misses that. So she completely ignores him. She's the supporting role. Yeah, she's the supporting role. <laughs> she's ignoring Zonk, even though he's a gross, disgusting yeah, guy. Like who, she should be ignoring him. Yeah, like thank you for staying away from a yeah. guy who comes up to your door and's like, did someone order a stripper? Hell to the not. These are getting really good. <laughs> Hell to the no, that's Whitney Houston right there. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so then she ends up actually at the end of it looking for the firefighter. And you see in the last scene where she's like, I've been looking for this firefighter. And this is the line that Steven was talking about yes. where Zonk slides down the pole and he says, they let me slide down the pole when I got a bitch to impress. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> he's in the fire department trying to impress June. But he's just the cook. Yeah. <laughs> While she's looking for her dream fireman, and this guy's been there the whole time. And usually in the romantic comedy, like, the girl would end up with the kind of ugly guy. Yeah. The best The friend. normal guy. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Most guys don't look like that hot fireman who are walking down the street. Dream, Tiana. Are you saying dream I don't big. look like that? Of course you do. I do look Yeah, I'm sure you got Steven. chiseled abs and everything. Speaking of abs, chiseled I love... Chiseled out of a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of abs, let's see them. <laughs> Speaking of abs, wh- backtracking for a minute, Mark's devil costume, I love that he had the six-pack in the costume. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I never realized that Satan had a six-pack, but okay. Satan is strong in this Satan case. is very strong and has a very chiseled area in his abdominal region. <laughs> Yes, I got very scientific. But back to June and her supporting role. When she showed up at the firehouse, part of me got really excited. The romantic comedy person in me was like, yes, she found him. She's been to every fire station in New York. And New York has a lot Mm -hmm. of fire stations. That's one thing I know about New York. They have a lot of fire stations. And then here comes Zonk. And it was just kind of like, oh, man. Like, womp, womp. So I still have hope that maybe one day she will be able to track down that fireman. I don't know. I feel like she's going to end up with Mark personally, well, but we'll, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll talk about that well, later. Would he even want to see her after, hey, I'm a real fireman. Yeah, never forget. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she did just kind of like up. That's a little bit messed up. very quickly. But Zonk was funny. He was, he was. He added guy. a lot. Yeah, I mean, and if we're going based on how romantic comedies usually go, he is the guy that most girls end up with because the cute guy screws them over in some them. way. <laughs> yeah, and he's re- more relatable. He's a real person. He has the same struggles as you, the chiseled abs and the hot guy. They just don't struggle like the rest of do us do. Do you have anything do. you want to talk about, Tiana? Nope, not at all. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> There I go, just trying to live a romantic comedy, you know? <laughs> He's nice. You can talk to him. You can fall asleep beside him. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> okay, so that pretty much wraps up the episode yeah. for us. Um, just want to let everyone know also that after Buzz TV, we have got a lot of shows on our fall lineup. We're doing over 50 episodes a week now. Um, so if you want to check out um, all the other shows that we have, go to AfterBuzzTV.com. 
you can find us on YouTube. You can subscribe there. If there's a show that we're not doing that you want to see, let us know, and we would do our best to try it. But there's a lot of awesome shows that we're covering, so make sure you check them all out. All right. Yeah. Okay. So let's move into a little bit of news and content. After Buzz TV News. Okay. So for news, um, Kristen Ritter actually has a new movie coming out this weekend. It's called Vamps, and it's with Alicia Silverstone. Oh. And it's kind of like a comedic take on all the vampire movies that are out there right now, and they're. I think either sisters or friends, but it looks really funny. I just watched the trailer earlier today. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like a scary movie just for vampire yeah, movies. Yeah, but it's almost like a little bit of romantic comedy as well. Oh, nice. I love a, ro- yeah. I love a good romantic comedy. <laughs> I know where you'll be on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. And Alicia Sil- Silverstone, Clueless. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that should be a lot of fun. That should be really fun. And then my other news was um, Kristen Ritter was actually on Dancing with the Stars before the episode tonight. Oh. And everybody was tweeting her like, oh my God, are you going to be on a season? And she's like, no, I'm not dancing. I'm just a fan. <laughs> so she will not be appearing on the show like James. Like James. Hope- oh, and a little bit of news too. Some of the episodes from season one that did not air in the original airing because they only did seven episodes have um, James doing his Dancing with the Stars competition that he started during season one. So they're going to be trickling those episodes in throughout this season. So hopefully we will get to see... James actually dance, dance. with That'd some be really stars funny to and see. go for that mirror ball <laughs> trophy. He can do it. Yeah, and I just have a little bit of um, news and gossip. Um, ben Lawson, who tonight was playing Benjamin on the show, he is going to be a recurring character, so hopefully we can see a little bit more of him and Chloe kind of battling. Yeah, maybe they'll be into their little battle mode and a little bit more. And we were talking earlier before we started um, too that He's kind of playing like a real life version of himself. He's got the same name, and then yeah. at the end, he breaks into the Australian accent. So and he is we'll Australian, have to look into ladies. That to see accent, <laughs> to see if he does. I don't think he's supposed to be playing himself. Yeah, I don't think he's playing himself. A very similar uh, version. Yeah, he's in this in the show. He's a director in real life. I think he just acts. Acts, yeah. He's I in those strings attached. Yeah. Romantic comedy. <laughs> romantic comedy. So, you know, I know that movie. <laughs> um, he also did a show for ABC, um, The Deep End or something. Yeah. It was The Doctors in the Woods, so that was hot. <laughs> and Everything you could ever want. Yeah. So, is that all we got for news? Yeah, that's all I've got. All right. So, let's move into a couple predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So I know we've both been talking kind of a shared <laughs> kind of a shared <laughs> thing about how we think that Mark and June have sort of some they have something There's something going, on, going on and you notice it when they're in the locker room, I think is when it really clicked for me, like Oh, oh he's got so. something for her. Oh, I guess so. I was picking on well, just because I was picking up on little tits of it um during season one. Just they spend a lot of time together, and the yeah. fact that he went to the movies with June during this episode to see a romantic comedy movie and didn't take his girlfriend, his girlfriend that we never see or hear much yeah. about, you know those things. Well, are just he ended up, he's the one that got her the job at the coffee shop yeah. in the first place because he was her original boss. Yeah, and so he, they've he got a good history. He's they've got, got a back. good. They've got a good thing going on. She just kind of needs to open her eyes and realize to see it. what's. And he needs to drop his pretend girlfriend because I'm still not fully convinced that he actually has a real living breathing girlfriend <laughs> just throwing that one out there 
not convinced of it yet. That would be an interesting plot twist, though, to see that, like, oh, this has all been a lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you guys want to keep the discussion going, uh, where can they find you? I have a website, jacktainment.com, J-A-K-T-A-I-N-M-E-N-T.com, or on Twitter, it's at J-I-K-L-E-R, J-I-K-E-L-E-R. Yeah. How about you, Steve? Nope, you gotta turn the mic on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can find me at Stephen Lemieux or check out the after shows for American Horror Story or Dexter. Yes, and I you can find me on Twitter at, at TweetT22, T-W-E-E-T-E-E-22. Um, you can also catch me on the Once Upon a Time after show, and you can always find us on AfterBuzz's site, AfterBuzzTV.com, or on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Um, for all of us here, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.